Today on Shatter the Mold, we're talking with an innovation consultant who guides businesses in maximizing their client results, client retention, and client fulfillment experience. This one is loaded with absolute gold, so don't you dare change that dial or drop that phone. We're about to level it up and shatter the mold. Question. In a world where groupthink is the norm, others want what you've earned, and thinking for yourself will get a target painted on your back, how do you flip the script and level up your business, your money, relationships, your health, your status, and your life? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Andrew S. Kaplan, and it's time to shatter the mold. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Shatter the Mold. Andrew S. Kaplan, really excited to be here with you today. Uh, we've got an awesome guest. That's There's not much more I can say, and we're going to get there in a minute. But first, quick important update. I've been promising to let you know a new direction that I was taking in with the last Law of Attraction book you'll ever need to read. So I am pleased to announce that it is now officially available as an audiobook on iTunes, on Amazon, on audible.com. So uh, for those that have not checked it out in the print format or Kindle format yet, you can now get it in the audiobook format if that's your liking, which it might be seeing as how you are listening to a podcast. So obviously you like to consume through what you hear. Uh, so one more time, I'm super excited, already getting a lot of good feedback for it. The last Law of Attraction book you'll ever need to read, officially available in audio format. Um, with that said, there's not much more I want to say today other than there are a lot of really interesting lessons that I've learned in the last month uh, dealing, obviously, with everything going on in the world and how to adjust my marketing and my business. And I'm sure before long, I will devote an episode or, or some kind of content to letting you know a little bit more about what I've done specifically and how it's helped me. And, you know, we'll get there. But for today, we are just sticking with the standard show format with an awesome guest with some really brilliant content that I really want to get out and share with you right away. So without further ado, I'm going to switch up mics and we are going to dive into today's interview. Okay, I want to throw a few descriptions your way to describe today's guest. Systems engineer, innovation consultant, host of the Client Whisperer Show. Tony Banta is all these things and so much more. Although he started out as a self-taught software developer, he quickly expanded the scope of his expertise and would probably be the first to tell you that no line of code ever really solves a vital leadership issue within an organization. Today, Tony guides businesses in maximizing their clients' results, increasing client retention, and streamlining their client fulfillment experience. His writing's been featured in Forbes, The Huffington Post, and Recruiter Magazine, to name just a few. I'm sure he has a lot to share with us today, and I'm anxious to dive in. So without further ado, Shatter the Mold warmly welcomes Mr. Tony Banta. Tony, thanks so much for being here, and welcome to Shatter the Mold. Hey, it's an honor, Andrew. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm pumped. I can't begin to tell you, and it's it's interesting because I don't think I've ever really brought this up to my audience, but I've always prided myself when I've done, you know, it's, it's becoming my past life as a business consultant because I'm going a couple different directions, but I was always big on the emphasis of client retention and of, you know, just basically delivering that client fulfillment experience because I think a lot of times, and I'm curious of your thoughts on this, I think people miss the boat on how key the client fulfillment part of it, the, the experience is, to making everything else work. And I'm curious, like, what's your experience and how do you feel, you know, as I kind of like graze that subject with you? Yeah, 100%. Uh, I mean, shocker that the, you know, that the guy who, who calls himself the client whisperer agrees that the client experience <laughs> is vital. But it, it is, you know, there are, uh, last time I checked, there, there are 3,500,482 
coaches and firms who will help you set up a webinar and, and help to get you clients. Um, and, and there are almost none that are, um, that, you know, really talk about how do you give your clients an experience that actually leaves them saying at the end of it, this was life changing. I'm on a totally different path. Uh, and I can't, you know, I can't tell you how grateful I am that I invested that money. Mm. And that's, the, you know, that's what we want. That's the, you know, that's the holy grail. And it is also what makes everything so much easier. Because when you have that, the, you know, and you combine it with the, you know, marketing efforts, even, you know, half-assed marketing efforts, you then have the, you know, you have raving fans, you have, you know, you have reoccurring revenue because, because your clients just don't want to leave. You know, I have one or two clients, they know who they are. So, so I'm not, so I'm not, uh, uh, saying, um, so I'm not saying anything bad about them if they happen to listen to this show, which I hope mm -hmm. they will. But, uh, you know, I have, I have a couple clients that I've had for, for years that I can't get rid of that. Like I've even said to them that, you know, I don't know, like, I don't, have as much time to spend with you as we used to like are you sure that you don't want me to connect you with someone else and they're like no no we just want you so <laughs> so that's what happens when you you know when you use these when you use these kind of tactics it's actually like it actually makes client work that much more fun right they, they almost become you know unreasonably loyal to you because you've served them so well from the very beginning yeah well, and we see that in, in, you know, we see that in some, some notable examples in, you know, pop culture, this is, this has been diluted a little bit, but the, you know, back in the, you know, the, the two thousands, the, you know, an Apple fan, the, you know, certainly before the iPhone days, you know, an Apple fan was like rabid, the, you know, they were the, you know, they would defend Steve Jobs, the, you know, to the death um, um, and the, you know, some of the products that they loved the, you know, the brand's gotten, of course, much, much bigger as they're the, you know, as they, as they keep, you know, fighting for the number one largest corporation in the world. Mm -hmm. But, uh, the, you know, that kind of loyalty is, and this is the thing that I love is that it's not some mystical thing that only Steve Jobs was able to do, right? Like mm -hmm. it is something that you can actually engineer a and, you know, that, is what you know that's what my life's work has ha, has really been about is you know how do we engineer really difficult to quantify things really difficult to get our arm you know really complex problems how do we engineer those outcomes because it's because it's fun to be right. able to watch that work now you're preaching to the choir that this is not only a a possible thing but even an easy thing once you've kind of solved a couple of riddles there but i also imagine that in your work in regards to client fulfillment experience uh, probably a lot of people have a couple of similar challenges or or similar lacks of awareness over the situation like what do you spot that people need the most work on that they don't even know that they don't know yet yeah that's that's of course a great question because 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 the more that we can see into our own blind spot the you know the more that that we have a leg up that you know, one of the things that we see all the time is people see systems right and they think of they think of using zapier they think of the you know using click funnels automations they think of the you know if they have hubspot or if they have another uh you know crm they think of you know really automating it or you know maybe for some people they just think of you know getting emails out that you know on a regular basis and you know having those be having those be automated to be sent out uh you know after they get them written 
And there's no doubt efficiencies that you can get from all those things. But what we see so often is people don't, so many client businesses, and, and in fact, I think so many businesses in general, don't get really effective before they try to get efficient. Mm-hmm. And if we're not really effective, so if we have a program, you know, I'll take some examples that are on the, 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 the two extremes of the, the spectrum of the kind of people that we work with. But if we take an agency, you know, a, a Facebook ad agency, uh, you know, an SEO agency, uh, you know, we could look at all kinds of different types. And then if we look at, at the opposite extreme, a, a health or dating coach, you know, someone who works with people to, you know, help improve their life. If we look at those and, and in both of those two instances, you can have people who have a great amount of expertise, but transferring that expertise to a client result, someone who, you know, if you're a nutrition coach and, and you help someone to, you know, you help someone to, to get healthier, to lose weight, to, you know, maybe use nutrition to get off medications, things like that. Is that what percentage of your clients really get those kind of results? And, and I'll speak a little bit about, you know, what you can expect and what some of the benchmarks are. But if you're not good, if you don't know exactly what it takes for your client to get results, that doesn't mean, I don't mean that you don't know nutrition. I'm sure if you get into being a nutrition coach, unless you're just a, a scam artist, uh, right, which is the, the, the far, far minority of the, you know, of the businesses that we see. Uh, for every, you know, one, you know, scam artist, there are 50, the, you know, talented, you know, talented experts who have a great amount of expertise. But do you know how to transfer that to your clients? Do you know how to, to help your clients get over the critical hurdles that they're going to have, the mindset hurdles, the lifestyle hurdles, the environmental hurdles that they have on the pathway to, to doing the things that you know that they can do. And, and the, same, the same things there that I described for, uh, you know, for a nutrition coach are true for the agency. You, know, you can know exactly how to run a Facebook ad to get your clients leads, but your clients know what to do with those to make their business better. Do you, you know, are you helping your client be the kind of, be the kind of business owner, the kind of, you know, business person who's going to get great results in your program? If you don't, you're not really effective. You're not effective at transferring client value. And, and if you're not effective at that yet, all the efficiencies in the world are really just helping you to, you know, fail faster. (laughs) Right. It's like, in other words, like, you know, in your field, you don't have to understand human anatomy in order to help a chiropractor. They do that part, but you help them with these more common, you know, business pieces that everyone deals with, maybe in different ways and different flavors and textures, but everyone deals with because there's, there's a certain level that people need to bust through no matter what business that they're in. Is that a good way of putting it? That's a great way to put it. Yeah. You know, humans are tough and they're tough to work with. You know, just ask you know, just ask daycare workers or uh, insane asylum staff or prison guards that, you know, all great examples uh, mm-hmm. who will, you know, who will happily report that, you know, humans are really tough to work with and tough to, to manage. And uh, so if you don't have a toolkit to be able to, to, you know, deal with those things, the, the success that you're able to get your clients is always going to hit uh, a reasonably low ceiling. Right. Got it. So it's just about, you know, helping them be efficient in blind spots that they don't see through, I wouldn't call it standard human psychology because human psychology is so complicated, but, you know, human psychology, uh, sales success, 
business operations, a lot of these things kind of like overlay each other in a way where you understand human nature, you understand how that's going to kind of bleed over into some kind of issue or kind of some kind of hurdle that someone else has to jump. Yeah, it's so true that, you know, humans are, for as tough as, as humans are, the ways in which humans make decisions is a system, just like everything else in the world, that there's a, there's a broader system uh, that we can, you know, look at. And once we can see it, you know, we can engineer, the, we can engineer those results pretty, you know, pretty well, pretty reliably. Uh, and, and then, you know, the efficiencies come in where, you know, you can scale your business to the moon if you want to, or just, you know, do the kind of work that you love, right? You know, keep the scale at a level that, you know, brings you the maximum enjoyment. You know, we can optimize for that too. Now, again, you, you yourself, you guide businesses in maximizing their clients' results, which I'm sure you see so many different types of problems that, you know, they have uh, maybe similar threads or go in, in different directions. I'm curious, as someone like you who, who helps all different types of people try to solve this type of situation, what's the most common advice that you kind of find yourself automatically giving people over and over, regardless of their individual situation? Yeah, you know, one of the, the, the one of the, the, the first principles that, that, you know, we talk about a lot is, is the idea uh, that your clients are lying to you. Mm. And they're not lying to you because they want to, right? They're not lying to you because they're bad people or because they're not trustworthy. They're lying to you because they're also lying to themselves. Because you have to lie to yourself to, to feel okay. And, you know, this doesn't apply to every client that, you know, usually we'll see just about every business will have 20% of their clients. Every client business will have about 20% of clients that are, you know, 10 to 20% that are phenomenal. And, you know, they're the standout successes. They're the ones that we, you know, pull onto the client success interviews. You know, they're the ones that we, you know, that, 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 that send us, you know, referrals. They're great. We love them. Um, if we don't have some of those standout successes, there's a, you know, th there might be a deeper problem that we need to look at, right. but, you know, just about every one of our clients has, you know, 10 to 20%. Uh, and, and those people are going to be empowered enough that, they're, that they don't have to lie to themselves. But when it comes to the rest of your clients, they're lying to themselves because they have to be able to sleep at night. That, you know, because they can't, that, you know, the pain of them not showing up the way that they know that they should. Or just the programming of, you know, over years of, you know, being okay with mediocrity has set in. And so they the way that they view their reality is fundamentally different than the way that, that you see their reality, that you see, you know, that, that, that you as the expert see what's possible. And, and so once you understand that a client lies, the, the way that we really talk about it is a little bit more nuanced, but, but, but clients always lie with their words, but they tell the truth with their actions. Mm. So we see this a lot, right? When, when clients say, oh yeah, you know, I loved working with you. This was great. Um, and then you're like, okay, phenomenal. Do you want to, you know, roll into our, you know, to our maintenance program or to our content or, you know, to our continuity program, we can achieve these things together. And then they're like, ah, no, <laughs> you know, how often does that happen? Right? right. Well, so where are they? So, you know, where's the truth now? There are some times when some people can get great results and they still don't want to continue with you. You know, that's, that's, there are sometimes when they've gotten everything that they need to from you, you know, for them to fulfill what they needed, you know, in their life and now they can move on. But for the rest of the clients, 
they're being, they're either, you know, being a, a people pleaser or they're ashamed to be really honest that they didn't do the work. Right. And, or in some cases, they didn't even know how to tell you wh where they were having a hard time with the work. That, you know, they didn't even know enough to know that, you know, to know what they didn't know. And if you weren't there asking them questions about that and, and shining a light on their experience, then it was easier for them to hide than to get outside of their, you know, comfort zone. So we need to understand that, that, that clients lie. And the more that we can understand that and begin measuring their actions, we can really begin to, to see how are things really going? You know, we can really have a little bit of the data that allows us to, you know, engineer great client outcomes. Right. And have more honest conversations with them based on what they've actually done. Totally. Yeah. Because if we're not, if we're not peeling back those, those, those layers, the facade, the fakeness, to get to what's happening underneath, we're not having a true conversation, right? We're not having a real, you know, a real conversation that can change, that can help change their situation at a deeper level. Wow. So for anyone listening right now, I just want to, I do this sometimes. I just want to note that I think the past five to seven minutes had absolute gold in it. So I'd encourage people to listen back to what Tony just said here. And Tony, I want to highlight something that you put here because I don't think you meant to, but it, it came through, I guess, in who you are as a person. You mentioned how people, how customers, let's say people lie to you. And what I love about your answer and what I love about the tone and the vibe and just, you know, the direction that your answer went in is it, it's clear to me that you're not taking it personally, even though if we're really being honest with ourselves, anytime someone's lying to you, even if they're lying to themselves about it, they're making your job more challenging. I love the attitude that you have where you're not taking it personally. It's just a part of the job. And I think what's hidden in that vibe of that answer that I want to highlight for people is that's a key of that they want to do. They want to understand that not only are people going to lie to them, whether they like it or not, whether they mean to or not, but it's really important for them not to take it personally and to have, you know, a certain love and joy of the process of getting that person through it because that person might not have ever had anyone else to help them through it before that. So yes. thank you for delivering that message, whether you meant to or not, with that kind of level of, of care and concern, because I think that's such a key part of getting people over the top. Yeah, you know, that's the, the, you know, thank you for one, Andrew, for, you know, pointing that out. It really is, it really is true. And, and I should say that it's not like I, I got my first client and then I was like, you know what, I'm, I'm really going to thoroughly respect who this, you know, human being is, right? You know, that, that, you know, that process happened over, you know, over a decade of working with clients, over struggling, over banging my head against the wall that, you know, I could show you the, you know, the, the, uh, the, uh, the uh, dented drywall, the, you know, in my old <laughs> office. We all got uh, the way. <laughs> <laughs> always, that, you know, where I was banging my head against the wall saying, why do some clients get great results and why do some other ones drive me crazy? And, and, but it is the leadership job to have a degree of that separation mm. and to, you know, be able to stand back. If, if you're going to lead clients, if you're going to be a client leader, and, and if you work, you know, if you work in a client business, I think that you really need to lead your clients uh, is pretty central to what we believe. Then you have to have that separation. You have to have that, you know, distance where your clients can do and say anything they want to, and that's not going to shake you. Mm -hmm. And in fact, that, you know, I have, have, have my bad days just like anyone else, but 
on my best days, I'm able to give my clients the boundaries that they need without it being about what I need, the, you know, without it being about the, you know, about me being triggered or about me being frustrated or because I've preemptively put the systems in place so that, so that my needs are all taken care of. I'm okay. And, you know, I just get to do the things that, you know, they need, which, right. which, you know, sometimes means being tough, right? The, but that, you know, I get to do that with a clear mind and, and with a, a clarity because I know how to. Yes. And I imagine, you know, people working with you, they're going to get there faster. But for anybody worrying that they, they're saying to themselves, I could never do that. I can never be that patient. It's just basically a question of, of patience and time and experience and going through things that you learn from to get to the point where you are right now. I think that's, I think that's totally true. I also think that, that there's a, that, that there is this idea of mental bandwidth. And mm. the reality is we only have so much. And that's where I love systems. You know, that's where I love automations, systematic boundaries, creating systematic accountability. One of the things that we talk about with our, you know, with our private clients all the time is how do you create accountability where you don't have to be the parent? That, you know, how do you create client accountability or accountability with your team where the, you know, the system gets to highlight are people accountable or not so that you're saving the tough conversations from you, the things that really strain your, the, you know, your patients, you can save them for the really impactful conversations right. and not have to waste them on, you know, did someone read your email or not? Or did someone that, you know, did someone finish, you know, uh, their homework that, you know, from your last call with them? Right. I love it. So it's kind of like you're, you're putting in systems in place that are strategic that help people where they need it, but don't hide flaws that you need to fix at one point anyway. So it's like the best of both worlds. Totally. Because, you know, even the best person that, you know, I remember, you know, not that long ago, about the middle of, of last year, uh, I myself was, was so busy with client work that I faced some of the same feelings that I find so many of my clients in, which is that feeling of, you know, burnout of the, you know, I was not patient with my clients because, because that I was trying to do too much. And, you know, I had kind of gotten ahead of some of the systems that, you know, that we needed to, to manage what we were doing. So, you know, we knew what to do, but it was a great experience because it reminded me of, of some of the, the same things that so many of, of my clients feel. And the reality is something's always got to give, right. you know, if we book 26 hours of the, you know, work and activity and rest and the other things we need to do into a 24 hour day, something's going to give. something's not going to get done. So, so we need to be intentional about what that thing is that, you know, are we going to give up sleep or are we going to say no to that, to that sales call? Or are we going to give up time with our kids or are we right? I just like, I just highlighted like three, you know, precious, the, you know, precious darlings. Right. <laughs> but the, like we have to choose and that's part of being an adult. And it's even a bigger part of, you know, being a leader is, you know, being able to you know, be intentional about that so that we preserve what's important. I love it. And, you know, I, I pride myself, one, on, on doing my homework on people before I have them on, and two, listening very intently to their language, because it tells me what's really important to them. And I've, I've noticed you use the word leader a couple of times. And I think it's a perfect segue, because I did want to ask you something. At the end of the month, if I'm not mistaken, you've got a course coming out calling Legendary Client Leaders. And I just want to get, you know, an idea of like, what you really delve into that? What, what was the inspiration behind that? And, and what direction are you taking that program or that course in? 
Yeah, we do. And thanks so much for, uh, uh, thanks for asking. We're, we're pretty excited about it. Um, in a great part because it's, it's the first time that we've, that we've released a leveraged kind of, you know, course, all of our work has been with, you know, private clients where we charge between, you know, 10 and, and a hundred thousand dollars, you know, per engagement to, you know, help, uh, um, a client to, to systematize their business, to, you know, help their, uh, to help them and their team be the kind of client leaders that, you know, they can be. And we saw this, you know, trend where for, for every one of the clients that we got to help, uh, at that level, there were so many other, there were so many other uh, client businesses that we saw out there who never got to the size where they needed help to systematize things because they got burned out because working with clients is really tough. Yeah. And so they got burned out or they didn't want to keep selling or they, you know, or they didn't think that they were good. Um, it could be that, 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 you know, even though they're working with a relatively few number of, you know, clients, they still feel like they're always, uh, uh, they're always busy that, you know, client calls run late, clients ask for extra time because they need help and because they're not doing some of their own work. Mm -hmm. the, you know, all of these things are some of the symptoms that we saw. And so we set out to, you know, just take the, 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 the leadership coaching portion of our program and uh, create uh, what we think will be a game changer um, and is a resource that, that, that we haven't seen anything like it, uh, you know, out on the market. But for coaches, consultants, service providers, agencies, um, uh, legendary client leaders has, um, the exact scripts. We call them leader scripts. Um, our team has even started to, to, to trademark that. They tell me they loved it so much when I, uh, when I wrote it on the board <laughs> a few weeks ago, as we were planning out the curriculum. Um, but we call it, uh, uh, leader scripts, um, where it is an exact script for how to have, for how to hold a coaching session. Wow. Um, you know, you insert your genius, you insert your, the, you know, your special perspective, you know, what you know is, you know, possible here, but the exact ways that, you know, you open it up, the exact ways that you counter, you know, clients' objections to their own success. Um, we have an accountability session, um, uh, session that, you know, script in there as well, a check-in session, uh, particularly uh, pertinent for uh, an agency when you want to check in, see how someone's results are doing after, you know, ads been running or, the, you know, something's been, you know, going on for a while for them. Um, and then we also dive into, you know, some of the mindset the the, you know, what do you need to do to prepare yourself, the, you know, before you get on a client call, you know, what right. do you need to do on a weekly basis so that, that, you know, you can nurture the, the, the kind of leader that you want to be. Cause that doesn't happen by accident, right? That's not the, you know, none of us ever became the people that we, you know, the aspirational people that we want to become, you know, uh, just by accident, we didn't drift there that, you know, we did that by, you know, creating the time and space. And so we have some activities for people so that they can, uh, so that they can be intentional and they can feel like the kind of leader they can, you know, gain that respect that, you know, we know they deserve, um, and, and feel that way after they, you know, after they hang up from a client or as they're looking at, you know, their data and their, you know, client results for the, the you know, for, for any period of time, they can, you know, really soak it in those wins. Mm. It almost sounds like a, a turnkey solution for the client fulfillment part of a business. I think in a great part it is the you know we're not going to dive too much into some of the systems, but the the you know for the for the how uh, the you know you have your expertise in you know whatever that you know your subject matter you know area is, but you know aside from that uh, you know the how is um, uh, you know we're going to really take care of you know how, how do you transfer that to your client. 
Right. Well, the, the scripting part sounds exciting because obviously, you know, I, I haven't seen the course, but when I hear scripts, I think the cool thing about a lot of scripts, especially if they've been handled with care and constructed based on insight and experience and success, is it not only tells people what to say, but through that, what to do, because they follow yeah. along and it helps them to kind of like create a process for themselves that they're comfortable and confident in. And then all of a sudden they deliver for their client and all of a sudden they're getting high marks and, and referral and, and all sorts of good things that come as a result. 100%. And, you know, the best scripts teach someone the, you know, how to think. The, you know, like it, it gives them the things to say, but, you know, as they're, you know, as they're saying those things, as they're doing it, you know, we're really trying to help our clients reprogram their minds, the, you know, right. to set them up, you know, as they do the, the 20th, the 30th, the 50th, you know, run through of the script, they're really not going to need the, the sheet of paper or the, you know, in our case, the, you know, Google Doc, if they, if they don't choose to uh, print it out, they're really not going to need that anymore um, sure. because they're going to be left with, you know, a mind that uh, is, uh, that's prepared for, for just about any question a client can ask. Got it. Wow. Very intriguing. Very intriguing conversation. Um, if people want to learn more about you or get in touch with you to learn more about this or really just about what you do, what's the best way for them to get in contact? The best way is probably our, our podcast uh, site. Um, you can check out uh, clientwhisper.show mm -hmm. um, or uh, legendaryclientleaders.com uh, legendary if you want to check out uh, the new program. Cool. Well, what I'll do is <laughs> on my site, I'll, I'll put both those links in there on, on these page for this interview. So people can click into that easily from, from here, awesome. but um, that should be pretty easy. So I guess, you know, one final takeaway, you know, is there any kind of advice that you would might want to share for people that are thinking about, you know, either expanding a current business or getting into a business where fulfilling client needs are so vital? What might you say to them? I think I would say that, that, you know, I have a special respect for anyone who's willing to work with, with other humans um, to achieve their goals, to improve their business or their life or their marriage or their health. Uh, you know, if you're willing to do that, there are a lot of easier ways to make money. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of a lot of easier ways uh, to make an impact. Mm. Um, and to, you know, really, you know, be able to go home at the end of the day and, and, you know, with the confidence that, you know, you're the difference in someone's life, in someone's business, in their team. Uh, you know, we've, we've served some relationship coaches where, you know, they're the reason why that, you know, some kids have, you know, parents that are still together. We've served, uh, you know, health coaches where, you know, they're the reason why, uh, you know, why people are alive. And the, you know, I have an uncle who had a heart attack in his, you know, 30s. And had a fatal heart attack, I should say, you know, in his 30s, which which is someone in their mid 30s is something that I think about quite often. And, you know, if you get to be that expert who who gets to, you know, make that difference, there is a special kind of respect that, you know, I have for you. And, uh, and it, it, it can be fun despite how, despite how challenging it can be. Sometimes it can be a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you got a lot of skin in the game and it sounds like you are having a good time. Cause I just hear the, the insight in your answers and you don't get there by not liking it or not loving it. So, uh, that's right. props to you, my friend, um, Tony, thank you so much for, for sharing your insight today and sharing your expertise this is very interesting. And, and like I always say, there's a lot of 
obvious gold, but also a lot of hidden gold in, in what we discussed today. So thanks so much for being on the show, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's my honor to uh, be here, Andrew. Thanks so much. Thank you one more time, Mr. Tony Banta, for that awesome interview and that wonderful insight. Hoping everyone really enjoyed that. By all means, if you haven't done so already, please pull out that phone, hit that subscribe button. And while you're at it, leave a quick, honest, written review. Let me know how you liked today's episode. Let me know how you like the recent content that we've got coming out before. And let me know any guests or any kind of content that you'd like me to cover in the future. With that said, I'll make sure to have another episode out soon for you. In the meantime, you have a great week. Keep staying successful. Keep your head up. And I'll be talking to you. Thank you for listening to Shatter the Mold at www.shatterthemoldpodcast.com. My name is Andrew S. Kaplan. My name is Andrew S. Kaplan, and it's time to shatter the mold. <laughs>